Hello and welcome to Podcast Me Anything, the Ask Me Anything about all things podcasting. I am Matthew Passy. I'm Tom Kelly. And tonight we are trying something a little bit different. There's a weird connection issue between Get Vocal and Facebook Live right now. So I am running Get Vocal to YouTube and Twitter. So hopefully folks over there are seeing it nicely on Facebook. Uh, I'm doing an eCam live of my screen where Get Vocal is living right now. So uh, we'll see how this winds up. I have a feeling resources on the computer and the connection might become a problem. But uh, if anything, we will kill the Facebook and make sure the Get Vocal works seamlessly. So if you're hearing this, if you're not in the room, jump on in. There's a link in the description. Um, this is a great place. And then after we finish doing the programmatic portion of the show, the like 30 minutes or so on recording, we open up the room. Anybody can take a spot, ask questions. You want to ask about tonight's topic? Cool. We'll answer them. If you have any other questions about podcasting, uh, we will address those as well. We have a few other very good podcasters currently in the room. So if we don't know the answer, maybe one of our, our friends right here, Eric or Emily, will jump on as well. So, oh, Tom, I know you're excited about this topic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, remote recording solutions as an editor, as are you, it has been the bane of my existence as everything seems to be crumbling to the ground. Quality of this, uh, of these platforms seem to get worse and worse with time. I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand that. Not the normal flow. Yeah. It seems like these platforms, a lot of them come out, they start looking really, really pretty. And then, right. They slowly start to degrade. Um, we're going to try not to make this a giant commercial for a squadcast. Uh, but morning, <laughs> but, it, both but it love will. squadcast i will say so far i feel like squadcast has held up in their uh recent launch i haven't seen a, a problem with the service but uh we'll get into squadcast and zencaster and skype a whole bunch of different ways that you can do recording with a remote guest so that you sound incredible um and i think i was telling you i've given talks on this before at various podcasting events so uh, i've covered the gamut We'll do a really quick overview of high-end, and then we will talk about the platforms that are the most common solutions right now uh, within the podcasting community. So, uh, Tom, pop quiz, what is the most efficient way to record a double-ender so that it sounds absolutely perfect every time? Efficient? Um, what I do is we give a, a one, two, three. My co-host and I talk over Skype, one, two, three, hit record at the same time. Usually that's not an issue. I know some people one, two, three clap so that you can then sync the claps up once the ed the audio is all edited together. Is that uh is that enough information for you? Is that what you're looking for? Well, so or... you're doing you're doing the the double ender. And this is especially right. easy when you were dealing with uh two podcasters. You know, you have two folks who have microphones, ideally have headphones, know how to use them, know how to correctly set their inputs and outputs, have software, know how to record it. And so, yeah, you connect with whatever service you want so that you can see and hear the person, but you're recording your mic locally. Somebody's going to sync up those tracks later. And yeah, it should be pretty much perfect. There's one more, one more level just above that when I'm talking to clients or other podcasters that I go with, and that's a tape sync where somebody uh, is hired to put a microphone in somebody's face. And then the host in their studio calls them on the phone and they just talk over the phone and 
it's perfect. You have the added benefit of having a producer on site. Um, and the phone is a much more reliable connection, reliable keyword there, uh, than any of these internet solutions could be. Uh, but yes, double under tape sync. That is the high level best way to ensure mobile recording sounds amazing. The tape sync, obviously a little bit more expensive because you got to pay somebody to show up and put a microphone in somebody's face. Um, yes. NPR style. This is exactly what Eric is saying over here in the chat, by the way, this is how the big boys and girls do it. When you hear NPR, New York times, any major media organization that, you know, knows what they're doing. They hire people to do this. And by the way, if you're a podcaster, if you own a decent microphone and an H six or some sort of setup, like, and you're looking for extra income, this is a great way to earn a couple of hundred dollars because they'll pay you. Typically it's like 125, 150 an hour plus travel expenses. So not a bad way to earn a little extra income using your skill as a podcaster is to go out there and be a tape sinker. You know, stories happen everywhere and news organizations don't necessarily have somebody in Sheboygan, let's say, cause it's a funny word. Um, so if you're a podcaster in Sheboygan, you know, you might get a chance to do an interview for, you know, a major media organization. Just something to think about. Keep your eye on. Now, just to be clear, is this person doing the field recordings? Are they recording the host or the guest? Typically, they are recording the guest. Uh, host okay. is probably back in studio with, you know, their fancy, you know, studio engineer, lights, camera, all that good stuff. Uh, this is finding that remote guest. I've had clients who have done this as a way to, um, you know, get their recordings done, but it is a big budget item. Michigan shout out to <laughs> Uh Eric, yes, there's a New York City public radio Google group email list. Uh, it It's called New York City public radio, but they do listings for tape syncs all around the world. It's, it's amazing. Uh, if you want, when we're done with this, I will track down the link or I'll help anybody who wants to get in there. Uh, get in on the action. All right. So number one and two tape sync double under any podcasters who are listening to this, who are not in the same location. This is the free way to get the highest quality audio possible. And like, no matter what else you use, you love Squadcast, us too. You love Zencaster. I don't know why, but good for you. Like that's cool. Skype. Great. All you people who profess zoom. Uh, oh, Thank you, Emily, who could have just like hijacked the show to say that instead of uh, on the chat here telling us to lock the seats. <laughs> um, anything else that you are doing, you should always be doing a tape sync as a backup to your podcast recording. Agreed? Yes? No? Okay. Try to find the unmute button here. Yes, absolutely agree. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's got to be a full moon. This is going to be a tech uh, wonky show. We apologize ahead of time. As we talk about tech, you should, you know, <laughs> we should have tech problems. Um, but yeah, all podcasters talking to podcasters, you should be doing a tape sync uh, or double ender, I should say, with your other hosts. Uh, it's a foolproof way. Um, so then the next, I'll call this like round of tape sync options. Obviously, you want to try and get a voice over IP solution versus a telephone. Um, there are plenty of ways to record a phone call. There are plenty of people who use phone calls. Phone call quality will never match voice over IP. Uh, anytime you have to physically dial a phone number, you're going to travel through 
copper wires uh, and the fidelity the bandwidth is just not there you phone calls ever on your show tom um i don't do an interview based show we've had some guests and i will not have them on unless they can record on their own end i mainly record people who have the ability because i want that quality for sure ah i like it pod snobbery Uh, absolutely (laughs) i mean i i I'm, i'm an audio engineer first and foremost so uh you'll see a lot of that come out if you're not familiar with me <laughs> okay so I mean, phone calls look it's a viable option there are still some people in this world who they don't want to download an app they don't want to install a program on their computer a million different reasons why they're going to say you have to call me if you have to call someone it's okay it, it is not the end of the world I would prefer it not be your co-host, you know, on an hour long show, week in and week out, uh, a longer show doing an interview. It's probably best to try your hardest to get away from the phone call if you can. Um, but it is doable, especially in short bursts and, you know, quick clips as, uh, folks are talking about here in the chat room. Um, but voice over IP solutions is a better way to go. You are going to get, you know, pretty much the sound of the person's mic, input, headset, whatever, coming through the lines with some major, major caveats. And we're going to go through a bunch of those. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we did not, <laughs> we did not uh, lose connection there. We were smiling for Emily's Instagram. All right. Um, so obviously your favorite solution is Squadcast. Squadcast is a automatic double M recording. Uh, basically it has a little website. You send a link out, people click, it opens up their camera. They're not recording video yet, but they will. Uh, and what they do is they essentially record the person's device locally and upload it to the cloud and give you those files. It's been out of beta for about three to six months now. I'm not remembering exactly when they came out, but, um, their, you know, their full release has been pretty good. What's been your experience with it? Both you know, using it, seeing it, and then of course, editing for clients who are using it for their communications. Yeah. My first experience with it was a client who used to record on Zencaster and you deal with their quality. And then one week it sounded super good. And I messaged them. I was like, Oh my God, what did you do? This sounds so much better. They switched to Squadcast, and that was my introduction to them. Um, you know, there was no hard sell. You can just hear it in the quality of how much better the fidelity is, the connection is, um, and also the crosstalk um, situation that most uh, VOIP recorders deal with. I just, I mean, to me, it sounded as close to a double ender as you possibly could without being a true double ender or the tape sync, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean, I think you you might lose a scotch of quality going direct off mic because it's still you know working its way through the webs and the tubes and all that different stuff but yeah it is pretty solid it's been a solid platform uh there is a version two that is going to be rolling out uh at one point they said april now they're saying june i will say this summer conservatively not to put any pressure on zach and the team who are awesome by the way um but version two we're looking at a mobile app which will be fantastic and i'll tell you why we'll when we talk about ringer um a new layout which i've seen some of the screenshots of they look really cool Uh, i forgot what else is coming out there but oh and uh more browser options right now it's pretty much exclusive to the chrome browser 
So uh, personal preference from us is going to be Squadcast outside of, you know, doing your own double ender. Um, but we'll talk about some of the options. Obviously, the one that precedes Squadcast probably in popularity as the double ender is Zencaster. Same concept. You open up a web browser. You can invite whoever you want. And Zencaster essentially records everyone's track locally. So even if the signal between the two of you doesn't always sound great, there's no interference between the person's mouth, their microphone, and the computer, which is why you might not get a better recording, but you'll certainly get one that's more reliable. That's the idea. Um, that's the idea with Squadcast. Works well. Ringer has worked well doing that. Um, some people say Cast is double ender. I haven't seen that to be the case. Um, Zencaster is was a great looking solution. It did a lot of things really nicely, but it has a lot of bugs. Uh, has been my experience from you know being in these Facebook groups with podcasters and talking to other folks who've used them. Uh, the big one being for me is audio drift. I know the big one for you is quality, but uh, why don't you talk about quality first, and then I'll talk about audio drift. Yeah, I mean they're both certainly an issue for me. Quality, it sounds. I mean to put it in like the simplest terms, like you're recording into a tin can, like there's no low end there's, you can hear that like the high end might've got lost in translation in the conversion. And they try to artificially boost that. So you're hearing this like really tinny high end that is very hard to deal with because it's, it's essentially an artifact in whatever processing they're doing on their end. And it's just so like I can tell a Zencaster recording out of lineup of a thousand because of the whatever unique way they're processing. To me, as an audio guy, it's borderline unacceptable. Uh, you can still get an interview like that's super harsh. And I know, you know, let the comments roll in. Um, but it's there's just there's there's better there's better options. And it's not full fidelity to me it doesn't sound like a local recording and the biggest problem. And I think Zencaster embellishes this more than most other solutions is the crosstalk. When two people talk at the same time, they all get jumbled into oblivion. It's like, if we're talking in binary here, your voice is uh, takes up one space. My voice does Matthews does. If we both talk at the same time, we each need to get crushed down to like a half in order to fit the one slot that they have available for a voice. And then you just can't hear anything. And it's, you know, Get Vocal does it as well. Squadcast has a little bit of artifacting in it. Every other VOIP recorder that I've experienced does it. I think Zencaster does it the worst. Interesting. I like the way you described it, by the way. You really like you painted a good picture of what the issue is there, because uh, personally, I didn't understand why that becomes a problem. But the way you described it really like opened it up for me. Uh, yeah. To your point, the ducking is I've heard it problematically on Ringer as well with a couple of my clients. Uh, Skype clearly does it. Um, yeah, I've heard Zencaster is pretty bad. Squadcast, I haven't yet, uh, but, you know, we'll We'll see if there's any degradation. I don't think there will be. Uh, Larry thinks Skype is the worst. Yeah, 
Every, everyone's going to have an opinion on that, but it depends what you've used most and where you've had the problems. My bigger problem with Zencaster has been something called audio drift, where you have, you know, two, three, four people recording. And at the end of the hour long interview, if they recorded for 60 minutes, you know, one file is 60, one is 59 something, one is 58 something, and the audio stops lining up. So when you go back and you have to edit that, or you have to, you basically have to reassemble, you're sliding pieces around and trying to, you know, put the conversation back together, uh, which I just find super frustrating and, um, you know, will will probably charge extra if I hear it in a file uh, before I start editing. So I had a client that used Zencaster and they would do hour long shows and the host mm -hmm. audio would be like 42 minutes long. There would be 18 minutes of essentially what's happening is it's called dropped samples. So there's like milliseconds of the audio not getting recorded. And then mm -hmm. what Zencaster will do is they'll squish those two pieces together, leaving out the part that wasn't recorded into, into their servers or whatever the backend stuff is called. So you end up with these clicks and pops all through the episode. And that's what accounts for the drift. The one audio track is getting shorter and shorter. And yeah, I had one where, it would be 20, 25% shorter than the guest track. It was horrible to work with. Absolutely horrible. It sounded bad. You can't get rid of those clicks and pops. Yeah. Yeah. No, that could be pretty rough. Um, I've never had a tape sync issue with, so let me, uh, ringer is another platform that does something very similar, uh, similar double M recording. Um, that was my first go-to over Zencaster because they also had a mobile app available. And what I thought was really cool about that was I was often dealing with clients who wanted to interview someone that, and this, you know, we're talking two, three years ago. So before mics were prolific, but didn't have a microphone, uh, didn't have a headset, um, doesn't, you know, whatever, various reasons, but it was going to be easier for the person to just hold the phone up to their face and have the conversation. And, I mean, our smartphones have pretty good microphones. So if it's recording off that microphone, it actually works pretty well. It, it sounds decent. I remember being on a work trip, scheduling an interview, being in a hotel room and doing it on my phone. And it, it sounded great. Um, I've always liked Ringer. I thought it was a great platform when it came out. I thought they did a good job of explaining to the guest, like the, the user experience for someone doing this for the first time, it was well described well laid out the instructions were good um they have a different issue and that is their files don't get uploaded until the very end of the recording um zencaster i believe is the same way squadcast does continuous upload and again a credit to that team because i've met them at a lot of events and they talk to podcasters and they care and they listen um so they they have continuous upload but ringer what would happen is you know someone would get a call the conversation would end and then you know two more times than not we would struggle to get the file uploaded to the to the cloud um or the person would just hang up and leave and walk away and again we don't have a file i would say 90 percent of the time they would reopen the app and it would work and it'd be cool um but those 10% times when it didn't, it was a, it was a big struggle to get those files back. Uh, you ever, you really didn't deal with ringer though. Did you done ringer now? 
Oh, okay. It it is a nice platform. I also just don't hear from them. They're not really connected to the industry at all, and I don't feel like I, I don't feel like there's anything new. I, I'm I someone suggested maybe they're not supporting it or upgrading it or you know like if it works it's fine they're gonna let it go but um they're not looking to really innovate over there so i'm looking forward to squadcast being the go-to solution uh, but i still maintain my ringer account for right now because uh that mobile option is cool speaking of mobile options that is one thing so a couple other ways that you can get this done a lot of people do uh zoom like not zoom the device but zoom.us the video conferencing service or go to meeting or any one of those tom is shaking his head uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I look credit to them they have double end recording it's free but it oh, okay the quality is terrible terrible <laughs> And I get, I, I know a lot of people, again, I understand it is free. It is easy. It is, well, I don't know if it's that easy, but it's free. It's available. It's a double end recording. And for people just getting started who, you know, haven't looked around at all the different options out there or haven't thought about different strategies to do it, it seems like a good route to go. If you're listening to this and you're, you know, you're hearing us talk about other ways to get this done, please explore those. You want to keep using Zoom beyond that? I, I'm not going to yell at you or not listen, but uh, you can do better. That's all I'm going to say. You can do better. This is this is a word of encouragement. You can do better. Agreed. So before the double M recording stuff, um, <laughs> that's right. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Uh, before all the double M recording stuff, the big the big answer was always you use Skype. Um, and I know people, it, it is very polarizing. Skype is either loved or absolutely hated. Uh, even in this room alone, I've seen a few comments going back and forth about uh, feelings on Skype. Personally, if people are on reliable internet connection, ideally if your computer is plugged in, hardwired to your router, or where you're using it, you just have very good, strong, reliable internet, I haven't had too many problems with Skype. Um, we did a, I did a podcast. I was in New Jersey. One of the hosts was in New York. One of the hosts was in Pennsylvania. I was recording Skype on my computer, the return signal from everybody. Uh, and most of the time it was nearly flawless. So I know yeah, if like connectivity and reliability is an issue, a um, few things you can do. One, don't use video in Skype. Uh, and by not using video, that doesn't mean make a video call, then turn off the camera. Like make an audio call. You will get a little bit more bandwidth for your call. Like the connection won't be split off at all. So, um, you know, start with an audio. Like talk to your person through the video. Be like, hey, thanks for doing this. Really, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then, um, interesting. Our our Facebook live streaming has ended. Oh well. Um, but yeah, if you can't, like, you know, it can work really, really well for you. Uh, the way to handle Skype double uh, recording software. If you're on a Mac, I love Audio Hijack. Ecam is great. If you're on a PC, Amalto is free. Splits the track. 
one thing to keep in mind if you are interviewing multiple people um everybody else still comes in on one track and what you hear is what you get so if somebody does drop out for a second if somebody does get a little warbly just stop them ask them to repeat it because that content is gone it's never coming back um personally all right here's another good debate and i think we might have talked about this early on but you're doing a skype call with someone they don't have a computer they don't have a mic so you say okay no problem download the app to your phone um and answer it like a phone call uh in fact i've seen clients they actually create their own guest skype account so that if the person doesn't have skype they could be like no problem here's some credentials log in log out you know and and like the host is connected. Like you don't have to worry about friending them or anything. Like it will just work. Do you prefer holding up the headset to your face or using wired, like uh, wired earbuds or AirPods or something like that? They can both be sketchy in terms of people moving around, creating rustling. I am always talking on the phone Talk. with my headphones, uh, talking through the microphone, earbud microphones. That's how I prefer it. I know some people on podcasts like to rustle it on their jacket. I know for me, a phone scratches on my beard a lot. So Ooh. either way, you just have to be careful. I certainly prefer headphones, though. Okay. I, and I'm the opposite. I prefer the handset because instead of the beard, what I hear, I've literally had a microphone that was rubbing in someone's chest hair for an entire conversation, and it made me sick. Um, also, when people are on their head, uh, hands-free, they, they think they can like wash the dishes or something like that and gives them too much freedom. Like hold the phone up, sit in your chair, get comfy, 30 minutes, don't move an hour, whatever it is, but like don't move around. Um, so, you know, that that's sort of where I am with Skype. A couple other things that I wanted to like tips and tricks uh, for good mobile recording. Um, you know, one, again, if you can have your computer hardwired to your router, super important that will give you the most reliable connection i don't care how close you are to your wi-fi how powerful it is how reliable you think it is wireless signals can be interfered with uh it takes a chainsaw to you know cut a wi-fi uh, an ethernet cable not a chainsaw but like you're not going to just lose your ethernet cable unless your internet is down uh always wear headphones no matter you know what you're using uh, unless you're holding the phone to the ear basically what you don't want is the other person on the line to come through speakers and then go into your microphone. Uh, obviously it's going to create an echo. It's going to sound stupid. It's a pain in the ass to get rid of. Um, and it's on enough of a delay that like just syncing up the files with your host file. If you're doing a double ender doesn't fix the problem. Um, another, another thing that I suggest to folks is if you're doing multiple hosts in a one room, and you're connecting to a guest that's out there. Um, use hardware for your microphones. In other words, so I have clients who they want to use Squadcast. There's two people in the hosting chairs, and then they're bringing in a third person. So they have their Zoom H6s. They each have their microphones. They record into their Zoom H6s, their digital device, like their you know digital recorders, as if they were doing an episode in the studio and nothing else. Then on their computer. Uh, whatever service they're using is going to record their guests for them and they'll get them at high quality. And I tell them, honestly, if they don't have something to capture the audio, like another microphone, it's the computer or the recorder doesn't go or inter whatever it is, 
It doesn't matter at what quality the guest hears you. Use the onboard laptop mic for all I care. And and people know I never want you to use that for any other reason, but it's okay here. Uh, as long as you're both wearing headphones. When I, I podcast, uh, Pro Tools is very CPU intensive. So I plug in my earbuds on my cell phone. I record my co-host or I call my co-host on Skype. I have my left earbud in my ear, hearing him on Skype. He's hearing my headphone audio. I have my other headphones on monitoring my computer audio, and then I'm recording into my computer. So I'm using two different devices, like you said. They're hearing my cell phone. I'm recording into the computer. That ensures that Skype and Pro Tools aren't fighting for resources, and I get the best recording possible, even though he doesn't hear great quality. Right. As long as they can hear the conversation, they can hear the prompts, they know what you're talking about. And especially important when you have multiple hosts in a room, um, then it's fine. It will all, you know, work together in the end. You'll have studio quality for your hosts. Uh, you'll get the, you know, recording quality from whatever service you're using. And that's going to sound pretty good. Um, so that's just one more tip. Of course, you know, again, anytime you're doing a good interview, tell your guests to, uh, you know, relax, find a quiet place, you know, silence any kids and pets and notifications on all of your devices. Uh, tell them to get comfortable. They might be sitting there for a while, not to move around. Um, and of course, have fun and smile. That's always the you know, most important piece of advice. Uh, anything else on double, you know, mobile recording, remote recordings that uh, you wanted to hit up tonight, Tom, that we missed or any other quick questions from the room while Tom's thinking? Yeah, I do have one thing that's stumped a couple like total newbies in podcasting before. I know the the question has been answered several times in some of the Facebook groups, especially when you're on Skype and re you're recording with Ecamm. What Ecamm is recording is your raw audio and your guests processed audio through Skype. So when you get those two files, your guest is going to be so much louder than you. And that mm. is just a function of it's not raw audio. It's recording something that's already been done over by Skype's, you know, their systems. So that's just something that you're going to deal with. And that's why you want to record in Ecamm as multi-track. So you can then split them and then process, uh, mix, process different uh, terminology for it. You can then mix your audio separately to make it as loud as your guest's audio rather than making your guest's audio as quiet as yours. I'm, I think I'm more of a glass half full than half empty. I think whichever way you just approached it, I would go the opposite. I bring the guest down closer to me than bring myself up to the guest. But, you know. Well, I mean, either way, it, negative 16 it, loves, right? Uh, right. <laughs> Whatever a love is. Uh, one question in the room that we said, uh, Hindenburg. I don't know if it does a double ender. Um, I guess the only way we could be able to do that is if both people have it, a connected account, maybe. Um, Emily's asking a question about Hindenburg. If anybody knows, jump in the room, let us know. Uh, what will happen now is we will kill the live stream that is currently only going out to YouTube and to Twitter. Uh, and then we will open up the room here so that uh, folks can jump in, ask us questions about all things podcasting, whether it's related to mobile recording or not. So we'll be here and get vocal for at least another half hour. Um, but I think that pretty much wraps it up for tonight. Um, also, by the way, I've, you know, this isn't double ender mobile recording, but um, we've been having a lot of fun using this platform to record the podcast. 
Um, the audio quality, you know, I know the team is working on it, but uh, having that video component and then just stripping the audio, it it's done the trick. Uh, I haven't heard any major complaints. I think we're pretty good at not talking over each other, though, is a huge part of that. <laughs> that That is very, very, very fair. Well, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight on Podcast Me Anything. Uh, learn more, subscribe, join us, connect, all that good stuff at podcastmeanything.com and look for a new website coming soon. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. See you.